to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello and welcome to... <laughs> Why was I laughing when I said that? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about anything. Welcome to Pass the Popcorn, everybody. The Pass the Popcorn. And it's been a while. We have a shit to talk about. Yeah, it's been about three weeks since we've since we've recorded and partly and partly because we've been busy. Um, yes, yes, we have. And, and also for me, there was a period uh, right there at the at the end of September where I got backed up on movies where I just I just didn't get out to see as many movies like some of them like. One of them we're going to be talking about today, Maze Runner. I like. I saw it like two and a half weeks, three weeks after it came out. I so. think this is the first time for once that I really was on the ball and I kept up. And Tim was like, Tim works weird hours, and and he had to go in like earlier so he couldn't see anything. So I was like, Hey Tim, I got like five hundred five hundred in my belt. Well, I only saw one. I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. So yeah. So but uh, so today we have like a a mega mega show. Mega. It might be still the same um, length and time because some of these we might talk about long. But yeah, some, I don't think I don't think there's a whole lot of discussion on a lot of these movies. But yeah. we are seeing we 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 are talking about well movies that we both saw. Seven um, seven of them. Seven seven, seven movies. Um, we're going to be talking about the 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 re release. There was a there was a like two screening re release of the Iron Giant. Uh, we'll be talking about Maze Runner, the Scorch Trials. Scorch Trials, that's what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I wanted to call it Scorch Runner. Um, <laughs> Black Black Mass, The Intern, Hotel Transylvania Two, Everest, and The Martian. Yes, which we which I just which I saw today, and uh, I saw you saw yesterday. I, think. I did, yeah, last night. And then I'm also mean? talking about some stuff that. Tim seen way back when it came out, and then there's something that I have no idea why I even saw it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel dis- disgusting just watching this movie, but more to come later. More to come. More to come. Well, we're not going to play the trailer. You said the first one we saw was Iron Giant, right? Iron Giant, which I saw, t- which both of us saw in a day. And yes. I, um, because they were showing it <clears throat> in some, some movie series, it was like one of those like Fathom event things. I guess on, I guess this week they're they're re-releasing Iron Giant on Blu-ray. I saw on the fit with okay. like a deluxe edition with like yeah uh, behind was, the scenes stuff. It was the signature edition, yes, the signature edition with two with two new scenes. Everybody, so you got to rush out to see these two new scenes. I what was the scenes? I think I know one. It's been a while. They were there was there. There were two scenes added to this, and and they may have, they looked like they were newly done because they they looked slightly different. I I, th- I and I rec- since I've seen this movie a million. So here's times, the thing: I recognize I've the scenes immediately. What, what seen, was the one scene that you? I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I see it when it's on TV. Once you know, it's whenever it's on. I'm like, oh, Iron Giant, but. When this was released and all, I, I I think I heard sixteen years ago. 
Yeah, summer. It came out the it came out the weekend that Sixth Sense was released. August something, August eighth or ninth of nineteen ninety nine. Came out the same day as Sixth Sense and Mystery Men and Jesus. the Thomas Crown Affair. Jesus God, because my 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 daughter's not even that that old yet. Like that's the thing. This came out mm-hmm. before I even had any kids. Now. Everyone has seen this I, movie, and it's mostly it's it's so sweet in heart, and and it involves Superman, and if, forget it. I was <laughs> crying more than this, and I then it was when yeah. kids were being born. I was, so what? What was I remember? I remember going to see this with you. I think I cried then too, Tim. I, I yeah, guarantee. I remember going to see this with with you and Kel, and I I don't know if Dave was there. Dave may or may not have been there. I don't think he was. The scene uh, I th- I think was new was. Was it Jack Parr and when Iron Giant had a had a bad dream? Yeah. Yeah, they had they were we was watching the, the yeah, the Jack Parr show or the Tonight Show, or whatever it was. And that was new. That and the whole Iron Giant had a nightmare of his of his world of all the Iron Giants destroying buildings and Yeah, and they like destroy their own planet. Like kinda of like what happened with Superman. Right. Superman's planet was destroyed. So What was the other scene? Is yeah. that I it was it was a really quick scene of the kids hanging? a little bit earlier in the movie. Okay, where Dean was at the diner talking to the mom, and it was like a it was like a fifteen second scene, and the and the mom was like, you know, I think Hogarth is lonely, and that was it. Oh, see, all right, and then I had. I knew the other scene of all the Iron Giants to destroying the planet was like yeah. I don't I, I don't remember that but it's been a while but Tim did we saw it at the, the Chamonix twenty four big theater and Tim it was packed like I was so shocked at how packed it was yeah there were um, when I went in there was pro it wasn't packed uh, at my theater it was there was about. I'd say there was about fifty people in there, and I saw I saw it in, in a pretty large auditorium, um, so it it didn't look very packed. But there was probably about fifty people there. One of Brad Bird's, I mean, I guess besides The Incredibles, this is one of his best. Oh yeah, I mean Brad Bird is is awesome. I love Brad Bird. For those who don't know who he is, he yeah he directed The Incredibles. He was started as an animation director and. Um, he did uh, mission in terms of live action Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, and he did uh, Tomorrowland earlier. Oh, did you notice that in the movie? Yeah, there was a little. They were watching TV, and they turned and it said something about like Tomorrowland. Yeah, and they turned it like off. yeah, yep. And I was like, holy crap! Like sixteen years ago, he already had this sort of interest in that, like that Tomorrowland idea. Like, I wonder if he developed the Tomorrowland idea for Disney. Uh, or or vice versa, but it just seemed kind of interesting that 16 years ago he had included a small clip of. I don't think it was the Disney Tomorrowland. I don't know, right. but yeah, he included that little clip in in this movie. I thought that was cool. I didn't even catch that that Brad Bird made that. I didn't even. I just totally forgot about that yeah. until, until right now. But yeah, there was a little piece in there. Yeah, this movie when it came out in '99. It was a flop. Yeah, it, it was did. a. It came in. It, I, I I looked it up at, at the end of the movie as the credits were going up. I was looking on box office mojo. It made its entire run. It made twenty three million dollars. Its uh, entire run. How much did it make opening weekend? Then Christ. Opening weekend, it made five million dollars, something like that. That's you know, and watching it with the kids and I was like, like this is how cartoon movies were made. 
when I was a child. When yeah. I was when I was younger, there was no CGI animation. It was all like page by page, and and this one was so good and detailed. And the Iron Giant scenes were like so freaking awesome. It was like this this, this movie. I love this movie. It's like it's it was, yeah, I loved. It. I I this is one of my all time favorite movies. I was really happy to go see it. Honestly, I didn't think the new scenes added anything. Uh, part part of why I like the movie is it. A, it doesn't give you a really much of a backstory on anything. Yeah, like right. it doesn't tell you. It doesn't tell you where the kid's dad is. Yeah, uh, um, you're right. And you didn't, and you never knew where the where the robot came from. When, when you saw that at the end of the movie, you were like, "Where did the robot come from?" It's like, well, was it an alien? Was it made somewhere else? Was it made in Russia? You know, you you know, you didn't know. Right. And with this one, it sort of gave it sort of said, "Oh, it was an alien." And I, I part of me was like, "Eh." I thought that took a little bit away. I I just I still when the whole the whole ending and uh, Superman yeah. he's flying and then he blows up and I was crying I was bawling. <laughs> I, I, I I'm sitting next sitting next to this other family with this little girl it must have been I don't know like seven or eight and she must have just looked over and said what the hell is this guy crying for? You She's like, stop crying, asshole. Yeah, I was like, my my bottom lip was like shaking and quivering. I, I had like snot on one side of my on my nose. I couldn't like sniff it up because I was like, oh, everyone's gonna hear me. I just love this movie. Something about, I mean, I, I'll give it to him. I think he's a horrible actor, <laughs> but I think Vin Diesel sometimes. I am Groot in this. Yeah, I, he's he's perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's bad. He's better as a voice actor than he is as a live action actor. Absolutely. I just he's just. All his movies. This is him in all his movies. Uh, I'm, it's, this is all about family. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're going to, you know, if you cross us or any of my friends or my family who I consider my friends to be my family, I am going to come after you and you're not going to like it. Uh, uh, I love you, Paul Walker. Yeah. <laughs> but. but uh, he's he's great. Yeah, he's great in this. Uh, it's one of my favorites. It's always yeah. has been. And fifteen years did, later, I watch it again. I don't care. What did uh, What did your kids think? Hey, well, is this the first time? No, that's not. I no. He he knew some scenes here and there. You know, it it. She she forgot some stuff, and she even said, my daughter even said, like leaving. I forgot how sad that that movie is at the end. And I said, "Yeah, you know, okay, get in the car." <laughs> you know, yeah, no, that movie. Yeah, that I was tearing up in the movie. I was, I was like, <laughs> "It's one of my favorites." And it's sixteen yep. years later, five popcorns all around. Yeah, this is this this is the definition of a five popcorn movie. It is a classic. It is a classic, and it, it was cool it's, seeing the Warner Brothers animated logo in the beginning was so cool. Yeah, I always like I always like the way they open the movie with the bing. Bing, bing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, and, it's, the, and the way the the way the logo came in made it seem like radio waves, which I thought was pretty neat. I loved it. It was it's one of my favorite. All right, let's yep. go to movies that came out this year. <laughs> came out this century. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maze Runner Two, Scorch Runner. My daughter loved Scorch the first Trials. One. Oh, what did I say? What did I say? Scorch Runner. <laughs> Could you say the Scorch Trials? Yeah. I enjoyed the first one a lot. I really did. It reminded me of like some kind of like Total Recall, not Total Recall, Running Man kind of stuff, but for kids of today. Get ready for a big surprise! And my daughter is a gigantic, gigantic, and I'm a huge fan too, of Dylan O'Brien, the star of the movie. He's in Teen Wolf. He plays Styles. show's awful, but he's the only reason why we watch it mostly. Alright, here we go. The dog just barked. Hmm. Ooh! Brought to you by... 
James Bond drinking, what is it, Heineken again? Skip the ad. Here we go. Scorch Runner Trials. <laughs> I think it's safe to say the maze trials were a complete success. It's too soon to say, but they can be the key to everything. It's time now to begin phase two. Welcome to the Scorch. The world outside is hanging on by a very thin thread. Beyond this door lies the beginning of your new lives. Hey, Thomas, we weren't the only maze. What do you remember about Wicked? I remember they sent me to the maze. I remember watching my friends die in front of me. Don't you want to understand? Understand what? Why this all happened. I just need to know. Whose side are you on? They're hiding something. Come on, you don't know that. They lied to us. We never escaped. It's all just been part of their plan. What do they want from us? Thomas! The maze is one thing. The two kids might last one day out in the scorch. course of your lives will determine the course of humanity into light or darkness. Yeah, Tim, hey, I hear you sigh there. What happened? Yeah, I... These movies, the first oh. one I didn't think was great. Uh, and actually, I had forgotten most of the first one, and, and I watched it on HBO in, to prepare for this one. This movie I thought was so freaking boring. I just didn't like it. I I don't, I just don't. It's one of those things where I'm just like, I go and I sit down and I say to myself, I just don't care. Do you know like the Hunger Games and the and the Divergent Insurgent film? Yeah, and this one, this I I be honest, the Maze Runner series are the ones I enjoy more than the other two. Ah, uh, see now, uh, this one is is the one that I enjoy the least. Hunger Games, I love. I love I'm the down, first Hunger one. Games. This, Hunger this, Games, I'm down with, and I think this next one. Now that you've gotten through part one of the last part. Because I know you hated the last one. I but did. I did. It's, it's, and, and, and I've said this before. It's the first half of the book. All the good stuff happens in the second half. Well, that's but that's what I'm looking forward to. I, 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 this one, I'm just so, I just found it just to be so. I, I have so much fun watching Dylan O'Brien run around. First of all, when I see him now, I, I can see him. If I was in charge of, of Lucasfilm. <laughs> And, yeah. and all that stuff out there. I could see him being Indiana Jones 100%. A lot of the stuff he does, how he runs, how yeah. he talks and walks. Yeah. When he slid under that scene, that that the, the door falling down, uh-huh. reach back for your hat and whip. I was like, he's Indiana Jones. And in this one, those zombie thingies, I love those things. They were cool. They were cool. There's a game that, that, that we've been playing, me and the kids playing, um, Last of Us. And it reminded me so much of that game of the of the clickers and everything they would chase you. Like if they if they hear you, 
they're going to keep coming after you. And the scene yeah. in the building with the window and how he smacks it out and, the, and they fall. I thought he was just fantastic. I enjoy these movies a lot. And I want to see, I mean, when part one ended, I was like, oh, bring on part two. Now I'm like, oh, hell of part two. Where's part three at? Yeah. Uh, maybe I, maybe I need to go see the second one again. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would, maybe I just went in there with a bad, just like, pfft. like, I think I went to see it just because like, I, here's the thing. You took two and a half weeks seeing it, and maybe the longer you're like, I, I gotta see it just, just to get it out of the way. Maybe yeah, you went in there like in, in a pissed off attitude. Like may, or, may, yeah. it, it might have been. It was like when you went to go see Planes too. Oh yeah, <laughs> good point. <laughs> it's like I saw it because I, you know, this this is a big movie, and I know that some of our listeners are going to see this movie, and and I and I felt the need to see it so I could review it. Uh, that's that's one of the things about the show. It's, it's it's the blessing of the show to see all these movies and get to tell people what you think of it and have people listen to you. It's also a curse because then you know you have to go see movies that you don't really want to see. There was a, yeah, there was a few that I I, I was like I'm only saying it because Tim's saying it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, this this movie. I I there were I mean there 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 were aspects of it that I thought that I thought were okay. I liked uh, some of the cast. I love Giancarlo Esposito who played. Uh, Jorge or George. Um, he was on Breaking Bad. He played. Okay. Uh, he played. Um, oh, I forget what he. Oh, damn it, I can't remember what he played. It was cool seeing um, Alan Tudyk have a little bit of a, of a little cameo in there. Yeah, I and and I, and I really like him. I think he's great. Uh, Barry Pepper, who I like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was cool. And I I enjoyed. I like these. <laughs> I call me. I don't know. Just, I love seeing these movies, yeah. and I want to see. I mean, I will never. <laughs> I will never read the books at all. I just would like seeing what's next f- for this guy. You know, Devin O'Brien is so so cool. The guy that I like the best, and and I just think this guy is so awesome. Aiden Gillen. He's the guy that's like you won't survive a day out in the scorch. Oh, you do love that guy. His his that accent, guy too, yeah, is so awesome. I want I, he needs to be in a freaking Star Wars movie. Yeah, he he is. I actually, Tim, <sighs> I actually saw Esposito at a Wizard World Con a couple. Yeah, years ago. he he was he was making the rounds. Yeah, um, you know he used to he used to uh, be on the Electric Company back in the day. Seriously? Yeah, way back back in the seventies during like when you know when um, what's his name was on Freeman uh, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, Freeman. And, That's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, J- yeah. Giancarlo Esposito, who's he's great on you. You how how far did you get into Breaking Bad? I think Bad? three or four episodes in. I think oh, you, you're never gonna go and finish it, are you? No, I maybe maybe when I'm old and retired and I have nothing to do. <laughs> ah, see, not to get off on a on a uh, tangent, but Breaking Bad is one of the few series that, from beginning to end, there there are a couple boring episodes within the the, the, the series, but when that series ends, it's like I do. It's re- so it's so satisfying. It just ends. You like I do oh, regret oh. like that and and the Sopranos and even Game of Thrones, which I'm now on the third season. I do regret like those shows. Like ah, maybe I should have started from from the beginning when it was there when it was on. Yeah, I, the, that that. That does, that doesn't bother me. I, I like I like to just sort of watch them, you know. I like to sit and and watch the whole series in a period of time. I know this that there are some people that say it's better to watch it over, you know, if you stretch it out like 
with well what sucks nowadays it's hard like if you don't watch when it's on i mean i know how he dies i know everything about these shows i know john snow's dead because i i hear about it but i, I didn't see yeah. it happen yet <laughs> spoilers like, yeah you know what i mean <laughs> but that's the thing it's like I, I that's why some people have to like like walking dead i watch live i don't even record yeah. that one like i have to watch it before it's it's spoiled for me half an hour later you know yeah, I, well, I mean, luckily, none of the people that, are, that I'm on Facebook with uh, talk about shows as much. When Breaking Bad was on, people would say, oh, that was a great episode, but they, they wouldn't give away any secrets. And I, I I haven't seen too many people do that with Walking Dead. I'm watching season five right now. I'm like halfway into it. Well, episode two, Rick dies. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. So, um, uh, Maze Runner. Let's go t- back to that. Yeah, what's... What's our scale again? I want to give it. I'm giving it this, and I forget what I forget what our scale was. Three. And One a, is a piece of crap. No. Two is not good, but has certain aspects that are that that are good. Three is I enjoyed this movie. It was good. Four is oh that was a great movie. It's worth multiple viewings. And five is is instant classic. Three and a half popcorns. The, Three and a half of the freshiest, butteriest, saltiest popcorns with Dylan O'Brien. Hand <laughs> feeding me each each curl. Yeah. He's like here, here, here. Thomas. <laughs> I, I'd rather have uh, what's her name, the girl. Uh, oh, she's true. She's cute. I like that girl. Uh, for me, I just got to give it a flat two. Uh, for I mean, I was bored. I didn't like it, but I thought, I thought that I thought the cast was good. And you know what? I I will go and I will see this a second time. Okay. I will give it. I'll, I'll give it a second chance. So if I see this before we record the next show, I'll. I, I might change my score. But as a, as of right now, upon first viewing, just two. Okay. Let's go to our next film, which is which is rated R for a lot of good reasons. <laughs> Black Mass with Johnny Depp. Which somebody told me at work, which I had no idea. This is the same character from. Damn, I just had it in my head. Uh, Departed. Well, it's it's loosely based on right on on Whitey Bulger. Yeah. Here's a trailer brought to you by James Bond again. I can't wait. There we go. I want a Heineken shaken, not stirred. Yeah. Uh-huh. Spritz, ah, you fucker. <laughs> what did you marinate the steak in? Because it's out of this world. You're killing me with it. No, no. It's a family secret. Oh, come on. You gotta tell me that. What's the secret? Come on, you could do it. <laughs> come on. That is one of the best goddamn steaks I ever had in my life. <laughs> ever. What's the what's the what's the, fam- what's the family secret recipe? It's gr- it's ground garlic, and a little bit of soy. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I thought it was a family secret. <laughs> I was just showing just just the scene. I just yeah, I think I just read it. It said here's a little clip. I hit the wrong thing. No, that's fine. No, that's perfect. I well, was like, oh. That's here. Here it is. Here, trailer number one. Ah, I- <laughs> Brought to you by <laughs> nothing.
Hey, buddy. I need you to listen very carefully to what I'm saying because there are lessons again and again throughout your whole life. And you gotta learn from these things, right? It's not what you do. It's when and where you do it. And who you do it to or with. If nobody sees it, Timmy, he's six. You really think that's the best thing to be telling your kid? Yeah. Wonderful to have you back in the neighborhood, son. <laughs> now I'm going to say this right now. Okay. I think, and now I don't know. I don't really care much about. Academy Awards and that sort of stuff, but I think the Academy Award this year is it's gonna go it's gonna come between Depp and um, the uh, the Steve Jobs movie guy, um, X Men guy, Fastbender, uh, Fastbender. I think I think it's gonna come between the two of them. Uh, I th- that that's what I think. I think Best Actor, one of those two is gonna get it, and because Depp, De- Depp was just. Fucking awesome in this movie. You you are you nailed on the head, Tim. He was phenomenal. The movie was talking, was long, was this and that and the other thing. If Deb wasn't in it, oh, it'd be a snoozer. Deb yeah. made his movie so fucking awesome. Like he yeah. was on yeah. top of his game. He made some some flops past couple months, years now, and this one, man, this brought him back. This, yeah, I mean, he's Deb is just. In this movie, he's just mesmerizing. You're he, he, you, you, you can't take your eyes off of him. He's so freaking good in this movie. It's and there's there's the scene at the beginning of the trailer where he's he's looking, he's talking to his son. Yeah, great scene. And his eyes, those yeah. those like white blue eyes. They're, they're like snake eyes. It's just like it's those damn contacts here. And it was yeah. Like, I, this, I, it reminds you of why you love Depp all these decades. He he knows. He's an awesome actor, and when he's great, he's fucking great. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there, there's there's some movies that he's like, ah, eh, okay, he's just like coasting by. This one, man, oh, you can't. You're right. You cannot look away. He's he's so good. As for the rest of the movie, I mean, again, it's just just like I I say this a lot with movies, but I think this movie had a really well assembled cast. There's a lot of great actors and on all on on different levels, like. You get like the Kevin Bacon's in there, and the Joel Edgertons and the Cumberbatches, but then you also get the like Jesse Plemons, who I think is, I think Jesse Plemons is really fucking awesome, uh, and, and like Adam Scott, like all of a sudden shows up in this movie, and you're like, where did he come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, so it's cool, like Juno, Juno Temple, and and people like that. 
it was it was really cool to see. I love now. I mean, Joel Edgerton and, and and I go way back. I love seeing movies with with him, knowing that yeah. I talked to him and he held my daughter. Like I yeah. now it's like this guy is is a, is a movie star. You know, like this guy's on top of the game, and he was great. The movie was really good. I mean, I liked everything about it. But Johnny Depp, man, it was just phenomenal. He's why this movie is is so great because of him. Yeah, if anybody else was put in this movie in that role, I can't I can't think of anybody that that could that could pull it off like Depp. Now. I think I think Caratot was a close second for this <laughs> for this role, yeah. but Depp is, is is on top of his game, which is why we saw it most because my, my yeah. wife loves Johnny Depp, and we saw it. And she's so happy that she did because it was just it was phenomenal. He was just yeah, you're right. Oscar, it's kind of early though. It sucks because I wish it was out later to be reminded. Like he deserves an Oscar nod for this. The thing is, is, is this is the kind of performance that people are not gonna forget. Uh, so three months from now, when someone brings up Black Mass, the first thing you're gonna think of is Depp and all like, oh, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah. That's that's the kind of thing that I think will will change people. That that that'll that that'll get him the the award because he's he's unforgettable in this. It's just like whole he just he just I I wish I wish I had a <laughs> wish I had a wider vocabulary to describe this. Well, I have to invent some words. He's fantabulous. Well, this is this movie. I think just created right now. I have I'm giving this movie two separate and different popcorn ratings for two different reasons. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I, I'm I'm with you on this one because it's the uh, one. Uh, basically, we'll we'll say this: there's there's not a whole lot that can be said about this movie, right. Other than depth, it's a gangster film. It's what you expect from gangster films, but this yeah. one, this one has, has depth in it. You're right. But depth five movie three and a quarter. Oh, I was giving it a two for the movie. But Depp, no, because the movie's the movie's good. The movie's the good. I was giving Depp six. <laughs> <laughs> I was going. What about? Yeah, no, you're right. It's three, three and a quarter. I may, I give it a really light three. I give okay. it three with no butter and no salt. Just plain three. But Depp, the biggest kernels in the history of kernels. Five. <laughs> Two gigantic cojone kernels. <laughs> he was just phenomenal. I, I, I could see. I wish I could see a movie of just him as this character, and that's it. Just nonstop, every second's him on screen. Yeah. I remember watching you know, the news and hearing all about when they caught Whitey Bulger a few years ago uh, and, and all that stuff. And they, yeah, and, that, and that's when, uh, uh, when they brought up um, uh, uh, The Departed again. You, you said that earlier where, you know, now this that the departed is loosely based on the story of Whitey Bulger where Nicholson is Whitey Bulger and uh Damon Matt Damon yeah. is like the Joel Edgerton kind of character but then there was no there was there was no character like you know just imagine oh the perfect movie i yeah. mean nothing against Nicholson i love jack and i always will imagine if Depp was in the departed and the cast that, that one had if they if they had done Johnny Depp as Whitey Bulger in in that, uh, I mean exactly. Yeah, I mean I don't know that it, it would be a completely different movie. It would be an awesome movie because The Departed is is again is that's a classic. That's like oh, one right. of Scorsese's 
like crowning achievements, but right. it would be a very different movie. Um, but it would still be awesome. It would be awesome as well. Has uh, Depp ever done a movie with Nicholson? Jack Nicholson? I don't can't think of any. I can't remember if they've done a movie together or not. I mean, I I, I doubt. I'm looking on Depp's thing now, and in, there's a lot of yeah. I'm going real of, fast down. A lot of good films, but I don't think anything with with um. With uh, can you, can, if you put the two of them in a movie, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, oh yeah! Holy shit! All right, let's go to our next one, Tim. Uh, right. Talking about great actors, Jack Nicholson's one of them, and and Depp. This one is the intern with great actor Renee Russo. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. I saw this movie so at another theater because Coast Theater didn't get it. It's being re- remodeled. But um, I'm glad I did see this. Here it is, The Intern. Brought to you by... Some kind of video game. And I can't skip it. Tofu Furry! There we go. I'm going to ask you one of our more telling questions for all of our interns, so I want you to, like, this is the one to really think about, okay? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? When I'm 80. And I love myself. Remember a few weeks ago, we talked about the senior intern program? Seniors in high school or college? No, 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 no. Seniors in life. Hold on. What? That's our founder and CEO, Jules Austin. Any tips before I go in? Blink. Blink. She hates when people don't blink. It weirds her out. Hi, Jules. I'm Ben, your new intern. I'm glad you also see the humor in this. Be hard not to. I will email you when I have something for you to do. I'll wait to hear from you, sir. I'm terribly sorry. Excuse me. So you're Jules' new driver? No, actually, I'm her intern. That's hysterical. The intern sure keeps busy. Mr. Congeniality. Everybody loves him. You should dress to a press. Tuck in the shirt. Why doesn't anybody tuck anything in anymore? Oh, I'm asking you. I'm Fiona, the house mistress. Uh, How's that been? Well, it's that. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're not as old as I thought you were. So you're on Facebook, huh? I joined about ten minutes ago. <laughs> well, I'm better late than never. All right, so there are all these questions for your profile that you can answer if you want to, like people who inspire you. Jules Austin. <sighs> you do inspire Jules. Our investors just think that a seasoned CEO could take some things off your plate. Let me get me CEO lessons. I never had anything like this in my life. This big, beautiful, exciting thing that you created. Remember who did that? Who? Oh. Good time. <laughs> It's moments like this when you need someone you know you can count on. Because you're my... Intern. Well, I was going to say intern slash best friend. Look at Lauren Boyce because this is what cool is. How in one generation have men gone from guys like Jack Nicholson and Harrison Ford to... Talk about Jack Nicholson, right, Tim? 
What's up? Yeah. <laughs> How in one generation? Uh, I this was a fun movie. This I, was I, fun, I, emotional, sweet, touching, funny, sad. It had everything that a movie should have. Yeah, it's this is for me. This is a movie like I, I never need to see again. Uh, I think this is this is a one and done movie. But I think it's this is this is the kind of movie that for people who aren't into like big action movies and you know gross out comedies and that sort of stuff that sort of comes out through most of the summer, even into September, a little bit. This is the kind of movie that brings the people out that don't normally go to the movies. And that's and when I'm seeing this movie, I'm like a lot of the shit in the movie about, you know, getting up there, getting older, eating earlier and going to bed earlier and shit that there's a scene in the movie where he sets two alarm clocks just in case one doesn't work or one doesn't go <laughs> off. I do that. I have my phone and Kel's phone both go off in case one of the phones doesn't work. I, he puts his clothes out the night before. I do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? The shit that so what are you saying? Are you saying you're De Niro? I'm saying I'm 70. I don't know what I'm saying. 60. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? I know. Like I, I'm doing the shit that this older guy is doing, and that's why maybe I can relate. Like I love, I love De Niro, and seeing him, he is a horrible, horrible interviewee. He is. Oh yeah. I saw him on talk shows the whole time this was out, and he's just he just sits there. However, when he's on screen, he does what he does best, and he made me laugh, cry, everything, everything that this movie. Oh, and Adam Devine, Devine. Oh, uh, from uh, uh, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Yeah. He's on Modern Family too. I love this. My daughter loves this guy. He's so funny, and I love just seeing this guy in anything he's in. I will see it. I like I like him. I think he's really good. And uh, I, the the Nat Wolf guy, the guy that's that was in Paper Towns and Fault in Our Stars. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like I like him a lot too. Um, so like they they were pretty smart when they cast this movie, casting you know older actors like De Niro and Rene Russo and Linda Lavin. Uh, and, yeah, Alice. And, yeah, well, she was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And throwing in, you know, the people that are on, like, what was it, Workaholics? They like yeah. Adam Devine and yeah, you know, Zach Zach Perlman. It's a smart move, and you're right. Like everything, it it, had, it appeared to all kind of ages, and I think mm-hmm. it was a really a, a smart. I don't think it did well in the box office, which kind of sad because it was a fun time. Well, I think it it, it it didn't it didn't appeal to people under say 25. I think for those people, I think they were they, a lot of kids were like, eh, "What's in this movie?" So I think, and I think that's that's movies. Honestly, that's movies target demographic, and and a lot of people just don't pay attention to the movies anymore. Well, there's uh, it's older uh, older people just don't pay attention to the movies because they're like, they're like, wait, movies all suck. It's like robots punching each other in space, right? And there's a, there's a pretty big spoilers in here. Like, this, you know, like I didn't I didn't see her husband. Doing what he was doing, like that came out of nowhere. I, I really didn't, didn't yeah. expect that. And then the part where De Niro and her were talking, it's in the trailer, and lo and behold, he's interning at a place, a building that he used to work at like thirty years ago. Yeah, that was. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if that's if that was like the appeal for him. Like, oh, I'm gonna go go there. Like that was touching. Yeah, like that's the thing. Did he want this intern job because he used to work here for, for 30, 40 years and it, it's, yeah. it's sweet. It was an Anne Hathaway. She's good in everything she's in. Seriously. 
Just about, just about. Yeah, I, I like her a lot, uh, and I thought that she, I thought she was really great. Um, but there, there, there was a lot of things with this movie where it, it some some things kind of fell flat. Like it, like uh, the, there's a scene in there where where you, where it's so they sort of give you this this idea that she's like trying to like seduce him or something, and uh, you know they're yeah. in a hotel room together. And but then and then. You, you, then when the when the twist comes and it's like oh my husband's cheating on me, it sort of seems like that like that should have played a little bit. There should have been more punch to that. It just kind of seemed. Eh. I never got. It was still it was still a good it was still a good scene, but it was just sort right. of like I, I was just sort of expecting if that was if that was our purpose. I, I was expected it to be a little bit more of a punch. I didn't really. I didn't even get the get the feeling that he, that he was trying to seduce. Or she was trying to introduce him. I didn't even. Yes, yeah, so it's like, hey, take your shoes off. Yeah, I just think. Down, right? I think she just needed one someone to talk to. I mean, I doubt. Hopefully, she doesn't want to get on. You know, little Bobby. No, no, no. I don't. That. that I, but they, the 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 way that the scene was directed, it was they were trying to make the audience think that that's what was happening when it when it obviously that wasn't what was actually happening. Right. Yeah. Okay. I I can, I can see that here and there. Like Nancy Myers has made some films where I'm I'm okay with and I'm, I enjoy, but I'm not a big fan of. Like this one. I enjoyed it a lot, and this one might be one of my favorites that she's she's ever done. Yeah, this one, and she did. It's complicated a few years ago with, uh, and and she did something's got to give with with Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, enough, <laughs> hey, the, Jack, I mean, those, right? are, those are those are her three. Those the, this one and those two are her three three big ones. She, I mean, she did the Parent Trap with Lohan back in the day. I think that was her first first movie. I blame her. I'll tell you who I thought was. I, I'll tell you who I thought was cute. Yeah, uh, that the brown haired girl. Um, her name's Christina Shearer. But she was wearing that striped red dress, and I was like, "Ooh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I was like, oh. "Something, yeah." She, yeah, she, she was cute. Everybody, everybody was was cute. Even Celia Weston. <laughs> who's, who's that? Who's that? Go on IMDb and you'll see. <laughs> Celia West. She was Who's Doris, the other intern. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a fun movie. I really enjoyed it, and I could watch it again. Like seriously, I could watch it. Sometime down the road again because because it was fun. I probably could watch it if it was on TV again. I, for me, um, I, I but if I never see it again, I, I'd be I I could live for the rest of my life saying, oh yeah, I saw that movie once. Um, how much popcorn, Sam, for the intern? For this one, I'm giving this one just a flat three again. Um, you know, it's enjoyable. It's a good movie. It's worth it's worth seeing. I'm not. I don't want. I don't want anybody to think that I'm that I don't think people should see it because I do. I think. I think for a lot of people, this is a this is a really enjoyable movie. If you're a 15 year old kid, maybe not so much. You're gonna hate you know, it. Yeah. You'll, you'll have no frame of reference. You'll be like, oh, this is boring. It's Although my my daughter saw it. She she she's 15. She loved it. She said it was so much fun for her to watch. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm giving it a little bit higher. I'm giving it three and three quarters. Okay. Hand-fed to me by Renee Russo, who I always had something for it, ever probably since since Leaf Weapon Three. But yes, I do love Renee Russo. Is it just me, or is her chin just getting wider and wider? Something didn't look right with her face. <laughs> yeah, it just it sort of seems like when she did Lethal Weapon, her chin was two inches across. Now it's like nine inches across. Yeah, there's something like she she did. She's not. I mean, she she's starting to get a little pie faced. Yeah, and she's in <laughs> Thor, right? Isn't she Thor's? Yeah, wife? she plays Thor's Thor. mom. Yeah, Thor's mom. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's, there's something weird about her. Yes, I, I, I can see that, Tim. Uh, okay. All right, <clears throat> let's go to the next one. 
which is called Grown Ups 3 Animation Style. <laughs> so that's all these movies are to me anymore. Hotel Transylvania 2. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, let me get the right trailer up so I don't mess it up. Here we go. Blah, blah, blah. I don't say blah, blah, blah. Brought to you by... Amazon's everyday low price, plus free shipping. Amazon's low price. ...on your regular deliveries of thousands of household essentials. Can't pass that up. more at Amazon.com slash SNS. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I... What? That's not how that one goes. What's wrong with... Suffer, suffer, scream in pain. Blood is spilling from your brain. Daddy. Come on, you know how I sang it to you. Zombies know I you like, like a plum. Piercing oh. cries and you succumb. Still works. Ever since Johnny and Mavis had their little monster, I've been the happiest vampire in the world! Are we sure he's a vampire? Technically, you have until you're five to get your vampire fangs. Oh, he'll get his fangs. He's just like me. Look at him! Blah, blah, blah. I don't say blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm in love. We've been talking about moving somewhere safer for Dennis. <laughs> But then I'll be all alone. Yeah, don't give me the pouty bat face. We gotta teach this kid how to be a monster. Wow. If we get his fangs to come out, Mavis can't leave. Robbie, you okay out there? He's fine. He's blobby. Okay, Murray, show him how to be scary. For real? We're so happy you came to visit. I love California. 48 flavors. This place is open all night. Right, sir? Yes. <laughs> She's gonna wanna move. I gotta fix this kid now. How are we doing? Oh, he's adorable. How cute. You know who can fix the kid in a snap? Vlad. Hi, Dad. Are we ready to do this? Guys, we're running out of time. I'm sorry, Blobby. We really meant to call you sooner. Okay, fellas, plan B. Coming through. Happen out. Hit it. Are you kidding me? Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Tim, thoughts? Hotel <laughs> Transmania 2? Um, you know how I feel about Sandler. I love Sandler. Yes. Um, normally, I like the Sandler that appeals to the 12, 13-year-old. Right. That's the Sandler that I think that he's his best. I think when he tries to do go older, like the adult stuff, like... Um, what was that? That was the movie he did a few years ago. Um, Daddy's Boy or, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, the one with Vanilla Ice in it. You know, I, that sometimes falls flat. And But like earlier this summer, we had Pixels. And it, I, I loved that movie. I thought Pixels was great. So did I. I thought it was fun. Uh, this one, it was a, he's obviously aiming younger. 
but when I saw the movie, I saw it, there was a lot of kids in there. There was I saw it um, yesterday or the day before, and the kids all loved it. You know, you you heard all these kids like laughing and yeah. talking about it. When when I went to the theater today, I heard these two kids uh, as I was walking out. I guess that th- that movie was also letting out at the same time, and I heard him saying they were talking about. Oh, he said, you know, the vampire. You know how you know how the kid was a vampire. His teeth came out. And these little kids were just talking about the movie, like oh, it was like like they just had the best time in the world. So it was funny. It 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 sort of felt like. This this sort of felt like they couldn't come up with an idea, one idea. So they took like the ideas of what could have been like three movies, and just mashed them into one. Like, yes, like this to me reminds me of a movie that maybe they almost had out just for like a Blu-ray release, like no widescreen theater yeah. release, like something like that. But you're right, it's just a movie for for kids, but the adults go to to see and hear the the jokes of Sandler and Spade and. All, all of his uh, James, Kevin James, and Buscemi, like all of his his friends are in, in this movie, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of sight gags in this movie. Shit yeah. that shit that happens so fast, if you miss it, it's gone. Yeah, there's yeah, it's, it's there's a lot going on in the movie. It's it, it's one of those movies that's really well thought out. It's really well storyboarded. Um, you know, it's it, it is it is a movie that you can see multiple times. Even though I didn't think the movie was great, but you could see it multiple times and, and pick up on things each time you see it. There's all sorts of things going on. It's like that with all Sandler movies. Yeah, a lot of people like to think his movies are just dumb and they're just very like one sided and just like you know they're just nothing to them. But there is a he, he's a when he writes his movies and and he and he works on these movies. There is a lot going on in Sandler movies more than more than I think people give him credit for. And, and you're right. Now I'm going through the cast, and it's all of his friends, like everyone who, yeah. And the shit that I didn't even know who's in this movie. Tim, um, Dana Carvey's in it. Yeah, he, yeah, he played the uh, the. I think he played the guy that was running the 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 camp. His name's Dana. I didn't even catch yeah. that. Rob Rob Regal's in it. Chris Kattan. I can't it? remember who Khaki is though. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who that was. I don't. I can't. And remember. And you can tell a lot of his kids maybe and families in it, and like and John Lovitz. He's got. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's Lo- yeah, Lo- Lovitz played the uh, the Phantom of the Opera, which I thought was funny. Chris Parnell, like stuff who you know from the SNL days, like he's just I like Sandler a lot because he really just puts his friends and buddies and pals in his movies. Yeah, his movies, you you can always you know he's he's he gets the money to make this movie, he produces them, so he has he has uh, uh, a lot of say in who's cast in them and. You know, and he can afford. He can he can pay his friends to come in. So he uses the money that he's given to to give his friends work. Uh, not that not that they're depending on him for work, but he he probably do, gives them work, and he probably doesn't have to pay him as much as he would if he wasn't friends with them. So there's 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 all sorts of different things, and I think he's probably a good person to work for. So that's why they keep coming back. Right. So it, it it's fun. It's fun. I think for all ages, young and old. It's a good time. I mean, if, if you're a 45 year old man without any kids and you go into the theater seeing it. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> but not saying that I probably would, would do it if I don't have any kids. But it's a good time. It's a fun movie. It's short and sweet. And then you see and you move on with your life. You know? Yeah. Like I, I haven't gone back to see uh, the first Hotel Transylvania <laughs> since it came out. But I remember really liking that one. Actually, yeah. you know what's funny is I, I, uh, I was going back and I saw that movie. I think I think that was like the hundredth movie I saw that year. 
in uh, in theaters 2012 because it came out around the same time and i'm i think i think that was around my 100th movie i kept track of how many movies i saw i, I still do so well but I, I love that I, I thought that movie was great and i and i think this movie not as good obviously not as funny and uh if you have kids see it you know i think i think your little kids will like it but if you if you don't you don't necessarily need to see this one it's not yeah. a it's not it's not like a, a Disney classic. No, un- unless you're unless you're a Sandler fan like I am. Like when Sandler yeah. makes a movie, I see it. True. Yeah, I, I agree. How many popcorns Tim, for hotel? This one again. Um, I'm just gonna give it a flat three. I'm, I'm I'm I feel I feel weird just giving movies just flat threes now, but you know that that that's what it gets a flat three. It's uh, good, but not great, and you know I never need to see it again if I choose not to. I was gonna give it. I don't think we've agreed yet on well besides Depp's performance. I don't think we agreed yet on on a rating. I'm giving it two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. It's, I guess that's that's my your your flat scores are three. My flat scores are two and a half. So I'm giving it. Well, well two and a half is like that's mid. I mean, it's two and a half is means it's, it's not it's not great, but it, it's not very good. But it has has aspects. It has moments. Yeah. Yes. But when you get up in the two and a half and two and three quarter, you're getting closer to three. All right. All right. Let's go to our next film, Tim. Which. I'm so which <laughs> I'm probably also going to give it three. Which <laughs> I'm so glad I saw this movie in IMAX 3D because if I saw it on any other theater or on a TV on NBC, I think it would be the worst movie I ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, Everest about Everest. Everest. <laughs> um, here's a trailer. Bring it up. And there it. Ooh, let's watch the IMAX trailer. Weatherby Asylum for the Insane was one of America's most notorious institutions. There we go. That ain't it. (laughs) Human beings simply aren't built to function. At the cruising altitude of a 747. Everest is without doubt the most dangerous place on Earth. (laughs) Don't do that to me again, eh? Yeah. I wish I was with you. One day, you, me, and that little Sarah will all go climbing together. It hurts. It's dangerous. Oh. Hey, we got to hold on. You're right, Jeff. Good. Okay. All right, steady up. Woo. Thank God I asked the question. You know I do. Fine. I have kids. They see a regular guy can follow impossible dreams. Maybe they'll do the same. Uh, with a cup of Everest challenge, we made it. <laughs> All right, guys, time to go home. Looking good, there. Looking good. <laughs> Did 
going to get yourself down. There is a massive storm headed your way. I'm going to say this, Tim, all right? Yeah. I respect everyone out there who do whatever they like to do. I have no idea why you want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, man, I would never, ever want to put myself in never. a situation like that. Never. There's like, there's... Still, I did research after the movie just about you know what. There's still bodies. There's bodies there still today. Yeah, right you now. can go online. There's like a there's there I I've, there was something that was went around Facebook a few years ago. It's like you know, uh, you know, people left on Everest. You know, yeah, they they they, they leave them up there. They're, yeah, they're they're there. There's bot right now. We are talking on a Sunday night, October fourth, and there's bodies up on Mount Everest. Yeah, just strewn about. It's like some people they they they're not gonna they're not gonna pay to to uh, have their bodies removed because it would just cost too much. Maybe uh, some people are like, well, that's that they did they died doing what they were what they loved. Uh, so let's just leave them there. That's where they want to be. And part of me is like, I'm pretty sure at that last minute moment of life, they're like, I wish I didn't do this. <laughs> I, that, when when people say that they died doing what they love, I'm pretty sure those last couple minutes he wasn't saying. I'm saying really shit. Glad, I'm, I'm really glad I'm here doing this. I'm glad I'm dying on this side of this mountain with with yeah. frostbitten. Yeah, I feel great. Yeah, yeah. No one's saying that, and I, I mean, I just seeing the movie. We saw it actually a week before it came out in IMAX, which was actually kind of cool. That's the only reason why I saw it in IMAX, and that really was like you sometimes were there on the mountain. Like some angles and and the depths and and the, what and the, it was really cool seeing this in IMAX and that is why I enjoyed it a tiny bit. Yeah, the visuals of this, I mean, are were just like mind blowing. You're just like when they would show, you know, that down the crevice of a you know a a, a, a chasm or something, or this the camera angles and just trying to show the scope of everything around was pretty pretty awesome it was i didn't see it in imax i saw it on a regular screen but if i did see it in imax i, I think i, I think a, a real imax i think i would have just been like whoa yeah it was it was the, the imax 3d and the snow and everything that was happening really made it like wow this movie was yeah. just, wow, I'm, I'm there you know and and the the acting was was wasn't bad i liked it here and there the actors yeah, were okay. It, it, 
the with a, with a movie like this, you don't necessarily need to get great actors. You need to get people that are able to yell, "Go, go! I don't know, leave him." Even though I do like Jake Gyllenhaal a lot, I like Gyllenhaal. I mean, I like everybody. I thought I thought uh, John Hawks, who I really like. Uh, he was the guy that he was the postman that that wanted to climb Everest and. I like him, and and uh, and I thought he was great in this. But at the same time, it's like because he wanted to get to the top of a freaking mountain. Yeah, yep, you're he right. Killed, yes, he, he killed people. Yes, people he died did. because because this guy. And they they make it seem like he died doing what he loved. It's like okay, yeah, but those other people trying to save him also died. But he and was. It's like it's like you know I understand. It's, it's it's one of those things. It's like being driven and do something, but at the same time, being driven to the point that you also put those around you at uh, in danger and eventually, in this case, kill people. And I mean, he's a, not he's not plunging a knife into their heart, but his right, actions yeah. caused caused deaths. But I I can see I'm, I've never done it. I can see though if you're it's right you've you've done all you've you've gotten where you are. It's yeah. right there. You can see the top. You can see the flag. You can you're right there. I can see why he had his help going up to just to touch the tip. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't tend when to touch the tip? Am I right? Everyone. Just the tip. Just the tip. But you're right. He did he put other people's lives, you know. People die because he wanted to touch the tip. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know who I thought would have been a bigger actor now, like in more movies? Sam Worthington. Oh, yeah. He... Avatar, right? Yeah. He's yeah. the star of the main guy in Avatar and just... Yeah, it was it was kind of weird seeing him like as a Coco co-star. And you're right, he's yeah, in, it's like fifteenth build. He's in the biggest movie of all time. You know what I mean? And now he's, he's like the Mark Hamill of of uh, of uh, that of um, Avatar. And I, I had a I'm having I don't want to see like who's like that guy the star Jason Clark. All right, I've seen you in Apes. I've seen you in Terminator. Enough. I think I'm done seeing Jason Clark. I don't know why. He he seems like he's sort of saturated after um, Zero Dark Thirty. It sort of seems like there's every two weeks there's a Jason Clark movie coming out. I do like him, um, but I think he needs to step back and like let other people take a role, like take a vacation for a year. Yeah, that good amount of Everest. I don't know. Just just just, 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 touch the tip. Just just touch the tip. But the IMAX. Is I, I think I could probably give this two popcorns, two different kinds. If I didn't see an IMAX, one. <laughs> if I saw it in IMAX and I did, I hate to. I, I'm, these are boring ratings. I hate to do another two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. Like really IMAXy 3D popcorns. You know what? I, I'm probably I'm probably in the same same boat as you. Probably probably two and a half because it's like it's again it's not a great movie. It's 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 a rather it's a rather simple story right yeah you do you you're you get you get involved because you're angry with some people and you're like why are you doing this right and then other people it's like you know it's just like why did you do that and, and you just uh but, so you, you get you get invested in it but um I, yeah overall the movie it's i think that the i think that the walk which is a movie I, I might actually invest and actually pay to see it. I am so tired. That's Paul Blart tweeting me of the trailer wise. I'm so tired of the seeing, walk. Yeah. yeah, seeing that trailer and everything I see, it's a damn trailer. Yeah, but I do want to see it. Though. That movie. <laughs> yeah, 
but yeah, I mean, but for for your for your reasons of seeing this in IMAX, I think I want to see the 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 lock, yeah, which I think is in 3D in IMAX. Yeah, well, that's the Everest was in IMAX 3D too, which was great. Was it 3D or was yeah. it just? Oh no, 3D. Yeah, uh, I, I thought I thought it was just an IMAX. I didn't know that they put all, that in 3D. all the snowflakes coming at you. Oh yeah, it was it yeah. was snowflakes. It was good, but um, I'm giving it. But it was I love. I did like seeing it with her nose all snotty and bubbly. Kieran Knightley still. I do like. Oh yeah, a lot. I love her. I love her with her snaggle tooth. I told that to somebody. I said she's got a snaggle tooth. She's like, what are you talking about? I said she has a snaggle tooth. And he goes, what the action figure? <laughs> that's you know, both she's like look at my snaggle tooth look at my snaggle tooth oh, oh. yeah but i know I, I do i i kira knightley is to me is just like she's just beautiful she's she's beautiful let's do the last movie that we've seen um that we both saw this week i saw i saw earlier today after i saw iron giant i saw this movie and you saw this what yesterday yes last night yes it is the martian with Matt my favorite Dane. the martian yeah. All right, here we go. Brought to you by this new Amazon <laughs> TV. Look what you can do. Gary Busey. Look what you can do. Look what you can do. Amazon Fire <laughs> TV. guarantee you that at some point everything's going to go south on you. Ready? And you're going to say this is it. This is how I end. Commander, Mark is dead. We have to go. Now you can either accept that or you can get to work. This will come as quite a shock to my crewmates and to NASA and to the entire world. But I'm still alive. Surprise. Surprise. (laughs) Here's the rub. It's going to be four years for another mission to reach me. And I'm going to have designed the last three days. (laughs) So I got to make water and grow food on a planet where nothing grows. But if I can't figure out a way to make contact with NASA, then none of this matters anyway. We've got an incoming message. My God. <laughs> Mark Watney is still alive. In your face, Neil Armstrong. There must be some kind of way out of here. Okay, so let's do the math. I have enough food to last for 50 days. He's going to starve to death long before we can help. So I'm going to have to science the shit out of this. He's 50 million miles away from home. He's totally alone. What the hell is he thinking right now? I am the greatest botanist on this planet. I know how to save Mark Watney. But we need the Hermes crew. We either have a high chance of killing one or a low chance of killing six. I'm not risking their lives. It's bigger than one person. No. There's no one. NASA rejected the mission. So if we do this? We're talking mutiny. If anything goes wrong, we die. Do you realize how crazy this is? We have no other option. No matter what happens, 
tell the world, tell my family that I never stopped fighting to make it home. Space Modulator! <laughs> I actually they did that for Luke, and I was like, who's that? He's like, that's Yoda. I said, no! That's that's Marvin the Martian. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> I have one question to ask, then we'll talk about this movie. Yeah. It's PG-13. Am I right? Yeah, but they say fuck twice. several times. No, only twice. twice. And, that, and then they do they do the, the oh, thing the, where they... Oh, the mouth one. Yeah, where where you, you, they they show up from outside, but you can say him going, him going, fuck, fuck, right. fuck, fuck, how, fuck, 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 fuck. How do they do that? Look, what's the rule now? I I I thought it was one f bomb in a PG thirteen film. That's that that's what I always thought was the rule. Maybe they maybe maybe they got around it uh, during think, the the rating. I was thinking like maybe they do. Do they say fuck? Like do they? If it's said towards a person, it's one. It's one. It moves. Yeah, because he says because he he said fuck, fuck you, Mars, and yeah. and then I think he just said fuck because it, it was said twice, like half an hour apart. And I turned to my daughter. I'm like, is this rated R? Because I, I thought it was PG-13. I was like, what? I'm like, then I'm afraid. Like, what's what's going to come? You know. <laughs> then all of a sudden, it's just like. He just starts masturbating for half hour. You're like, uh, kids, you gotta leave. Yeah, no, He's like, I'm on. I'm gonna die on Mars. I'm gonna die coming. That's the first, that's the first thing I would do. But I was like, what yeah, is- that's the first thing I wake up on Mars. I'm gonna die. Well, all right. Now I'm gonna get to work. Here's the thing. What's that, buddy? Almost done, buddy. He comes walking in on that conversation. He's like, what are you laughing at? Um, here's the thing. Is like, like. I did watching watching this movie. I did think like, all right, he hasn't even done that once. It's like I would. That's be on my list. <laughs> my list. <laughs> They're from Earth. They have those those telescopes. Do, do, is he jerking off? <laughs> I think he is. Every day in the same spot. Come I see on, a small that, mountain growing on Mars. That there's. I mean, anyway, anyway. Besides that, I didn't know. I didn't know what it was rated. However. I give props to two people for why this movie was so goddamn good. Ridley Scott and Matt Damon. Damon was great. He's really good. He's he's one of those guys that I used to kind of be like, ah, psh, Matt Damon. Yeah. But he's he's turned into one of those guys that that chooses his movies wisely. He doesn't just do the movie because you know, for a paycheck. He does it because he works with a good director and they have a they have a good story. Generally, I I'm tr- I'm trying to think of what his last not good movie was. Well, I I love once in a while my like kids. Luke goes with me every time I go see anything because he just wants to be with me. But um, my daughter comes comes along once in a while just because you know I guess she's like, nothing else better to do. <laughs> yeah. And like, <sighs> Unbroken was one of them. She didn't even care to see that film at all. She's like, oh, I'll go. And then she saw it. Loved it. This yeah. one right there with her. She didn't care about the Martian. Didn't know what it was about. Just went because I was going. She had. She loved it so yeah. much. It's a movie that I don't know how you can see this movie and go, oh, that was awful. Seriously. It was great because the humor in it. Like he the whole time he's cracking jokes and yeah, and he's 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 sort of 
got that sort of humorous optimism that sort of, that you kind of latch onto. Like he's not just like, "Whoa, it's me." Yeah, and, and there's moments where he breaks, but he always comes right back. And that's right. and I think that's that's one of the strong things with this movie is just that optimism that he maintains uh, all the time. Because because there's movies out there like this reminded me of of Castaway just on Mars. Like this, some actors can carry yeah. a movie just them in the screen talking to you know to like nothing and it's so good and yep. this this movie like you say with with one we talked about earlier i don't even know now <laughs> um the, the cast everyone in the cast was what made this movie better than just mad damon itself you know yeah I, I I like Jessica Chastain. I think she's really great. Kristen Wiig. I, I love Kristen Wiig. Yes. I would marry her in a moment. I Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, um, I will say this. Sean Bean. This is the first movie I've seen with him where, where I had to stop and say, wow, he is he's getting older. Well, he's on a show that on, on Legends. It's on TNT, which me and Luke watch. And it's really a cool show. And I, I, he, we all know he's from Game of Thrones too, and Bond. But yeah, it's cool seeing him in movies like now. Like even though he's not like the real head, he was kind of a nerdy. Like, come on, we gotta do this. No, okay. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like he wasn't really like that tough in in, in this film. But it's no, like, he was just he was just kind of like a just a guy. I didn't even know that the Winter Soldier was in it until the end when I saw yeah, the Sebastian Stan. I, yeah. I, I had no idea. And. Uh, I love that, and I can never pronounce his name. Chawadal Ejiofor. Yeah, yeah, he's great. That that movie he's got coming out with um, Julia Roberts. Ju- it looks fantastic. Oh, that's that's another tearjerker. But my daughter and I, my daughter, I think will marry this guy in a minute. Donald Glover. She loves. Oh every, yeah, everything he's in, his music, and whatever he does. I mean, and that fall, when you first see him and he runs in his room, and that fall was real. Yeah. <laughs> that was a real, I I looked online and everything about this movie and and that was the first take first fall keep it in the movie. Yeah, it was cool. He I mean he was great. He wasn't in it very much, but he yeah. he uh you know he he, he was there. and Michael Michael Pena not not doing a comedic role. He was he was pretty serious. But even then you know there there was humor in there that he was able to that he was able to uh, to work into his act, into his act. Like I know this is based off a book. I mean that's why it's so big. But there's times I'm watching it going, "Wow, is this real? <laughs> yeah, is this a real story? Was this a real story like ten years ago? Like I kept <laughs> on thinking, like when did we go to Mars? Yeah, I was like, it's so realistic. I was like, did this happen last week? Like it was yeah. so such a great movie. And and what you would do in this kind of um, situation would just forget it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Okay. This is the first time I saw them in their cost in their spacesuits. Okay. And let me let me know if you thought this at any time. Well, hold on. They looked oh, like okay, go ahead. Walking, talking, human shaped BB eight droids. I did not think of BB eight at all. Because of the orange and the way that the the orange and white and the way that everything is, they look like they, they look like they they had the same design as the BB-8 droids. I all can of see their spacesuits. I can see you saying that. I thought you were going with this theory, which two people yesterday told me this theory, and I was like, what? People were thinking that he's playing the same character he played on Interstellar. <laughs> I I mean, there's so many similarities to this, right? To, to Interstellar, it, it is kind of funny that he did Interstellar as a guy stranded on a planet, and 
and uh, you know, and Jessica Chastain was in that same movie yeah. playing a girl whose father goes to save a guy on mm-hmm. a planet. Weird. And I read somewhere that he, um, Ridley Scott asked him to be in it. And he said, "I can't. I just made this movie about the same thing." And then when he said, "Trust me, it's going to be a different kind of movie," he signed on. Like even Matt yeah. Damon's like, "I just did this." Yeah. You know. But then in that one, he was. It, 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 it's 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 basically the yin and yang of what could happen when you're stranded on a planet. You can get crazy and desperate and go insane and and homicidal, or you could be him in this movie, Mark Watney, who works to survive and works to works to get back home. Yeah, he he. I mean, he Matt Damon was I, like it was perfect for this role. It was like he, he did what exactly what he does best, and his charm and his jokes and. And and when he was upset, you were upset. We was happy. You were happy for him. And it was a great, fantastically done movie. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this movie. I highly recommend it to anyone that go see it. I saw it in 3D. I don't normally see movies in 3D. Oh, nice tip. That was, uh, you know, because I snuck into it. I didn't pay for this movie. <laughs> um, but I so I brought my I brought my Hobbit 3D glasses with me and I sat down. He says, uh, "Sir, you're wearing the wrong glasses." Shut the fuck up! Get out of here, fat man. But I saw it in 3D also, and I think it did a lot of the scenes. Was like, oh wow, that's pretty. Look at that! Oh, so I pretty. thought it. I thought there were certain. <coughs> oh, sorry, I thought there were certain scenes that uh, benefited, but overall, I didn't think the I didn't think the 3D added that much to it. There were a couple real dynamic shots. Right, you're like, wow, but. Overall, this is a movie that you the the, the shots are, are put together well enough and the story is is good enough that you don't necessarily need to see it in three D to get to get the effects. No, oh no, not I mean what sucks is that when he's on Mars and shit's happening, oh wow. But when Jeb Tanos is talking I don't need to see that in 3D. <laughs> but the, the funny thing was, is that was in 3D because I was like, is this in 3D? Because I always check that. I'll lift the glasses yeah. up and be like, oh, that's in 3D. Me too. Yeah. Like, it's like when he's talking, I'm like, I don't need to see, you know, Dumb and Dumber in 3D. But, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, it's it was cool. I really, I really like this movie a lot. And I can't, I'm giving it pop. I can't give it five. I don't, I don't know why. But I'm giving it four and three quarters. <laughs> I can't give it that high. I can give it four. I do think that uh, I can give it uh, uh, just a, a straight four because um, I don't think it's – I didn't love it as much as you do, but I but I understand where you're coming from. Right. It's, it's, it is It is a great movie. It's one of those movies that, that you watch it and you're like, wow. But it's like five to me is Apollo 13. This is, this is Apollo 13 on Mars. Right. Something about Apollo 13 is like that is a perfect movie. This is a great version of Apollo 13, but doesn't quite hit on all isn't, cylinders like that one did. Isn't four and three quarters? Doesn't that mean that I can watch it again? Because I don't know. I don't, don't know about. Oh can. yeah, four four is is multiple. multiple I don't movies. know if I could watch it again because I know what happens, but I probably would down the road. Not maybe not. Yeah, right this away. is this is one again. It's like some some of those movies is like it's it's not it's not you don't. You can't, it's it's hard to it's hard to see a, a suspenseful movie back to back sometimes, uh, but if you give it some time, you you know you can after you know let's say six months down the road you pop it in on DVD and you're like oh yeah yeah uh, yeah I, I can see that well 
Tim, those were the seven films that we both saw. That was a lot. Those were the seven films. We got through that in what, just a little little under an hour and a half. Hey. Yeah, yeah. It's now I'm gonna talk about one <laughs> ones that that I see. And my son's right to my right here, so I'm trying to I'll do this one real fast. Snowpiercer. You saw it when it came out, Tim, or Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's so did I. I liked I liked how each train how each train car, I guess it's called. Each yeah. train car was different, like a different kind of environment and and stuff it was cool i had a good time watching it yeah that one that one it's almost like it should be a video game like i'm surprised no one's made a snow piercer video game because it's like each train was like a level yeah and and yeah you're right and 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 the way in the back and the ass end was just i mean good luck surviving then when you get closer it was cool i like yeah i like chris evans too so (laughs) you know what the thing with with snow piercer spoilers people the thing with Snowpiercer that 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 I thought when they showed what the those jelly things that they ate were made out of, ah, uh, yeah. But but at the same time, it was like yeah, it was made out of insects. But it, like it sort of seems like they should have showed you something a little more, more gross. They should have showed you like you know, like, they, it, I don't know for some reason like insects. It's like okay, yeah, well, people eat insects in general. Like in around the world, people eat in, in, eat in, in, in insects. It should have been like. They should have showed like an old person going into a grinder or something. Like yeah, that. <laughs> you know something, right. something that's something that's really like despicable. But like eating a centipede, it's like yeah, it's gross, but uh, it's just like eh, I don't know. But eating a centipede in Jello form is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, there's always room for centipede Jello. But <laughs> um, I saw another one on HBO. I thought I thought it was going to come out in theaters. I, I I don't know why. It was Pharaoh takes the field. <laughs> About Will Farrell playing, I think it was six or eight different baseball positions in like a couple of days or even a day, maybe. Yeah. And it was fun because, you know, he's Will Farrell and he played. How, how long was this? It was short. It was, maybe it was like 70 minutes or something. Really? Yeah. It wasn't like a full hour and a half, two hour movie, but it was fun seeing him. And uh, I don't know baseball much at all, actually at all. But uh, it was just fun seeing him play positions. He would play on a team, he would pitch, and then two minutes later get traded to the other team. <laughs> it was funny. It was it was a good time. He did it for um charity, which was fantastic. You know. Yeah, I remember when he was doing that. I remember seeing things online with him going and playing with different teams and stuff. And I don't know if he was if he was doing they were filming it or if he was just doing it as practice. But he would go and play with minor league teams around the country. He would just go and pitch. Uh, and do different stuff like that. So I, I I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't know that he was. I thought I thought he was going to make like another like baseball Ricky Bobby movie or something. Oh right, you know? yeah, I yeah. Thought yeah. That's, I thought that's what he was doing, but no. It was fun. It was it was a good cause, a good charity, and he was funny. And I I watched. And now here's the movie that I I, that I seen. And I as I'm watching, I wanted to see this movie so bad. And when it was had a release date playing real close to me, I said, I I have to go. I'm going. Then when I saw the movie, I'm sitting there. It's I'm like, why am I watching this? But I couldn't look away. I'm in there by myself. 20 minutes I'm early. By myself. You know, by myself. 20 minutes alone. It's not started yet. I'm like, oh my. And I was kind of creeped out thinking, oh shit, I'm alone. Then it started. And two weirdos came in behind me. Like, sat right behind me. Over like. 60 seats right two behind gorders. me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Two, <laughs> there were two, two gorgeous, but a little tiny pee pee. Um, <laughs> this movie was called The Green Inferno. Eli Roth made it 
the trailers were constantly shots of the audience watching the movie. Oh, I remember seeing one of those. Yeah, where they're always like, "Oh," and it, you and you hear stuff like go on the screen, and you hear the people go ah, and they show people like jumping, mm-hmm. cringing, leaving, crying. Supposedly, it was like one of one of the most like nastiest movies released or something. It's it's short and simple. Uh, college kids want to go to the Amazon area and try to save the trees. One guy doesn't really care, but he wants them to come over there. It's all a big money thing. So they, they so they do it. You know, a day later it's going to happen again. So who cares? On the way home on the in the, on the plane, it goes down, mm. and it goes down in the Amazon with a weird tribe, who I keep on hearing it's a real a real Amazonian tribe that they've got to film in this movie, which they're cannibals. So why didn't they eat the cast and crew? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened, but the movie is that the, that's well. I don't think I don't know if the tribe itself was actual cannibals. I, maybe but. it's weird. Like it, some of this shit's not making any sense. But the movie is it's violent, it's gory. There's cannibalism. There's eyes getting gouged out. People's arms and legs getting cut off. Um, eating the middle torsos, putting marijuana down a dead person's body so they cook it so they all get high. <laughs> a lot of like just blood and guts, and it was mostly about in this tribe. They believe something about girls, like, they don't want girls to give birth or something. So they would cut girls down there, put a big dagger in, and slice it up. And one of the people who, who gets in a plane, they would do that to her next. It's just, a, it's a violent, stupid, what am I watching movie that you cannot look away? <laughs> and I wanted to see, yeah. I wanted to see this movie because of all the hype. <laughs> I normally don't see movies like that, and I and if I had the opportunity, and I did have, I probably had the opportunity to see it, but I just didn't get a chance to see it before we recorded. Um, I I I would have saw, I would have seen it just to review it, but since you've already reviewed it, I'm probably never going to see that. Movie. I think you will one day. You one day on Netflix when you're bored one night. Ooh, I heard. All right, I mean, I think you will watch. I don't know. I don't think so. I saw. I saw Hostel. And that was about it. I never saw. I never watched the Saw movies. You know, I didn't see Hostel two. I saw the one hot one, but I don't think uh, I, I never saw the second one. So I, I don't know. They, these sort of things just don't really appeal to me that much. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I can see. I'm. I like horror. I like dumbass horror films, and I wanted to t- check it out, and and I did, and I and I, I had to pay for it, which kind of sucked. But yes, <laughs> I I did see it. And I had no nightmares or anything, but there's a lot of stuff going on in, in this movie that you will have to go see to understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I probably, I probably won't won't see that one. That's that's one that's gonna end up on my list of eh, probably won't see it. Well, this this Friday is the ninth, and I think The Walk and Pain come out. The walk comes out on IMAX, but I think it comes out on wide release the following week. So I, I may, I may uh, try to try to hit that on IMAX. I know the only movie right now I think I'm missing. There, well, there was that 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 Halloween animated movie that we were talking about before we started recording. What was it called? Helen back or something? Yeah, like that. and then then and the other one that that um oh Sicaro or Sicaro Sicario yeah yeah. So those those two I, I, we need to catch up on before our next recording. 
the walk i definitely want to see and as i said i may i may i may drop the money to see it on imax 3d which is oh crazy expensive have you paid to see an imax 3d movie no <laughs> recently no it's, i haven't here in nashville how much eighteen dollars i know it's like three well i know 3d is three bucks more than original and i guess IMAX. ours is three or four dollars more yeah. so for me to go to um, an IMAX, it's like fourteen or fifteen dollars just for the IMAX, and then if it's three D, it's on yeah. top of that. And the problem with kids don't I'm not I'm not condoning sneaking into movies, but right. I do tend right. to do that. The problem with sneaking into seeing an IMAX movie in three D is the three D is different than the normal glasses. Yeah, you gotta get so one of those, those big have, pair of glasses. There's a, there's a it's a different type of three D, so you have to wear different glasses why don't you say well, why don't you why don't you pay for that sometime down the road and then they keep the glasses maybe i will <laughs> maybe you already have. yeah I, I did that i i'm trying to remember what movie i went into uh over the summer that was imax 3d and i went in and I sat down and then the 3d started i'm like shit because my glasses wouldn't work on it i was like damn it i would just when i was, when went out to the lobby said oh my glasses i forgot my glasses <laughs> my glasses <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, there's there's so yeah so there there's that pan comes out this week the walk, um, what else is coming out? Let's see, Goosebumps comes out uh, soon. Yeah, I'll see it, but yeah, I don't know about that one. Crimson Crimson Peak. Yeah, I see that I'm gonna, too. I'm gonna see that one. I like see I like Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, that's a, that's a horror movie. It's a ghost movie, but I like Guillermo del Toro, and again, I like all the cast. I like Jessica Chastain, Charlie Hunman, Tom Hiddleston, Mia Wasikowska. Uh, right, right. The new Spielberg movie comes out. Oh, with Tom Hanks. There's yeah. a lot of lot of stuff coming out soon. So there's there's we're we're coming into we're coming into the the really good uh, interesting time of the year. As I said, October is a, is a strong is a strong time for uh, for movies. And then as you head into November and December, you start to get into, you know, well, Oscar yeah. territory. I think the um, first big one, you know, the first blockbuster that's going to be pretty cool is, is um, Spectre. So, um, yeah, yeah. All the rest. Did you of- see um, Regal? Regal was selling these these limited edition cards. It was, it was like 100 bucks, And you could see Spectre as many times as you want. I did hear like steel card. I did hear that, which depends on how good it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess, I think for people who collect James Bond stuff, I think that's cool. True. Yeah. I mean, hun- I'm trying to think if you go, how many times do you have to go for it to pay off? You know, uh, you'd have to you'd have to see the movie about it's five times or something. Depending on when you go, you'd have to see it about probably about seven or eight times. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on where you lived, um, when did when did uh, the last one come out? I don't know. Uh, was it 2013 or was it 2012? Daniel Craig, um, twelve, I think. Yes, twelve. Skyfall. Okay, I don't know. I saw, I did see Skyfall a bunch of times. I saw that. I saw that about three or four times, but not not enough. To, for me to pay a hundred bucks, and they and they did the same thing with um, Hunger Games, where they they're selling these guys where you can go see the final Hunger Games as many times as you want. I'm like, eh. right, right, right. Well, what's him? I guess that's about does it, right? Just about. We I, I was looking on our iTunes. We do have one. We have one. Ooh, new re- 
please read it. All right. This is uh, this is by uh, uh, Rombi Tombi. <laughs> okay. And this is titled "My Go-To Movie Review Podcast." No uh, way. Yeah. So Tim and Chris make listening to this show so much fun. The ban- banter leading into the final reviews are always entertaining, and these two don't mince words about what they like and don't like. I wish I'd run into them. <laughs> I wish I'd run into them into a theater in a theater. So they could ask me to pass the popcorn. Oh. Yeah, Rombie Tombie. Well, you know what? That's how we're going to end the show. I'm going to go, um, hey, 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 Rombie Tombie, did you say it too? Rombie Tombie. Hey, Rombie Tombie. Pass the popcorn. I'm so glad I ran into you in this theater. I don't have the popcorn to give you. I'm sorry. Is this you, Rombie Tombie? This is, yeah, this is me. It's Rombie <laughs> And I'm here in the theater. I didn't get no popcorn. I'm sorry, sirs. Oh, I don't know why I make him. <laughs> I don't know why either. Like I'm, I'm like, a, like, like, like an escaped slave. I'm on the underground railroad, sir. Good <laughs> place to stay for the evening on my way east to Canada. Robbie Tavio, I'm so sorry. If if this is you, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're dead on. And if it's not you, I apologize. <laughs> And to anybody who is an escaped slave, I apologize for my stereotypical uh, voice. Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit NeoZaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pass the popcorn podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.